Welcome to Revitalizing the Declining Church with Dr. Desmond Barrett, brought to you by the Eastern Kentucky District Center for Church Revitalization, a center that envisions to partner with churches and her leaders to strategize, strengthen, and discern the spirit of God's will for the local church. Welcome to episode 51 of Revitalizing the Declining Church. I'm your host, Dr. Desmond Barrett. On today's episode, I want to talk about gathering at the table. Recently in my community, the religious community was up in arms. A local business uh, recently opened, and they were going to do a drag brunch. If you've never heard of that expression, as I hadn't, it's where men dress up as ladies, and they put on a show as you're having a light breakfast. Well, the community was up in arms. Well, really, the religious community. And they didn't like that I was saying that instead of protesting, we need to pray. Instead of complaining, we needed to talk. And it got me thinking about this idea of gathering at the table. What keeps churches and their leaders from reaching the outcasts of society? For far too many, the fear of the unknown keeps them from venturing into a new realm. Still others, it is the known sin of the person or group that the church and ministry leader thinks might taint their ministry. One Thanksgiving, I could not go home to family, so I opened up the parsonage and invited those who did not have a place to eat. Looking around the table, I could not help but smile. I had gathered with a group of sinners. Seated around the Thanksgiving table was a lesbian married couple with their children, and a single older man who sold drugs out his back door. That Thanksgiving, I gotta tell you, looked more like Jesus than when I gathered with my own family. I want you to think about the story that we find in Luke chapter 19. It's the story of Jesus walking into Jericho, and he meets a man who's high up on a fig sycamore tree. His name is Zacchaeus. And I want you to capture in your mind that moment that Jesus entered Zacchaeus' dining room after Jesus had said to him, I want to go home with you. I want to have a meal with you. As Jesus sat at the table of Zacchaeus, he too saw past the sinful nature. Instead, he saw a man in need. And I want you to put yourself in Zacchaeus' position. Now, do the same with Jesus. You will see that Zacchaeus and Jesus had to humble themselves for the direction of God to be observed in what was about to take place. The first major point I want to talk to you about gathering around the table is this, be willing to meet. We live in a culture today with a lot, of dis- with a lot to disagree about with others. Sinful nature seems to run rampant in modern times, but underneath the sin is a life that needs Jesus. Your church and your leadership needs to help this person in need. Are you willing, Church Revitalizer, to step out of your comfort zone and into the sin zone to meet someone who needs what you have, a relationship with Jesus? Jesus was ready to meet with a known sinner and was willing to share a meal with him in public view of the community. For some in the neighborhood, Jesus became the talk of the town. But for the marginalized, Jesus became hope. When you meet with the marginalized, you are providing hope and create an opportunity to lean into the story of the person you speak with at the table. In turn, they will lean into your account of how God redeemed your life. Only then, only then can a relationship of trust begin to be built. 
As the sin nature did not happen instantly to the person who's fallen into sin, so too the confidence needed to understand and then submit to your leadership and the authority of the local church to lead someone for sin into the Savior's arms, it's going to take time. You got to trust the process and to keep open to the Spirit's leading. The second thing you have to do is be a mentor. More than anything, Jesus had set an example for Zacchaeus and the townsfolks to follow. And I believe thousands of years later, it still is meaningful to you and I. It will be up to them to live out the education Jesus was teaching. So too in the church today. People are watching your leadership habits. They are observing to see what you do well and what you do not do well. They will judge you for being Jesus and still others for not being a Jesus example enough. But whose judgment matters? The people's or Jesus's? Jesus used his authority to examine the community's heart and taught the people how to act when a sinful nature enters their their midst. He did not condone or excuse me, he did not condemn nor condone. He cared. And then he conversed. Jesus was willing to spend time and invest in Zacchaeus's life. I want you to look around you today. Who is the Zacchaeus that needs your investment of time and talent? Who is the one who needs a mentor and a friend who will share life with? If you are willing to examine your own heart and become the heart of Jesus, God will place you in positions of power to embrace the lost and the broken. But you first have to get out of the comfortable and get into the uncomfortable. The third point of gathering around the table is be focused on what matters. Jesus must have heard the whispers and certainly the shouts bemoaning his actions of dining with a sinner, but he did it anyways. His example said heart holiness is more important than living holy just one day a week at church. An old saying in leadership circles says, keep the main thing, the main thing. How many times have you feared stepping on toes because you were afraid it would harm your position of authority inside the local church? Jesus, in one dining, flipped the spiritual tables upside down and showed even centuries later to you that love is more powerful than letting someone live in sin. In the shadows of the steeple, souls are being damned to hell because the church refuses or even ignores the plight of the sin-filled one because it does not fit into the perfect Christian box for one hour each Sunday. I want you to think about it this way. Ministry matters when the minister shares the word by living out the word. I want to encourage you, Church Revitalizer, break free from the shackles of the Pharisaical living and embrace the unloved as Jesus has done for you. Keep Jesus the main thing and ignore the rest. Well, my friends, because I wrote a letter to the editor of our local paper, not condoning, but also not condemning what was happening at a local business. I was accosted in a church parking lot, not my own, but another one in the community as I was waiting on my son to come out of a building. The gentleman said, I really didn't know who you were until I asked around and I realized I had seen you before. He then lectured me. He then shared with me. 
He then told me I was a Pharisee. He then told me how I was giving people the wrong impression, how I was sending people to hell because I wouldn't condemn the drag brunch. I got to let you on a little secret. I don't like the drag brunch. I didn't show up. I didn't patronize that business. But I also didn't stand outside on the sidewalk holding up a sign and uh, shouting slurs and other condemning words, as some might have. We live in a society today where people are watching us inside and outside our churches, in your jobs and outside your job. People want to know, are you truly Christ seven days a week or just on Sunday? Sadly, the church is being more and more known for being a one-hour Christian and then living the rest of their life like the world. If we're truly going to be like Jesus, then we have to follow the example of Jesus. We have to open up our hearts, open up our tables, break bread, be willing to listen, be willing to disagree respectfully, to honor scripture, and over time, I believe the Holy Spirit will convict the sinner's heart and you will have an opportunity to share the word. But if you never invite a sinner to your table, that sinner will never know Jesus. Thank you for joining me today on Revitalizing the Declining Church. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you be willing to share it with your colleague? How about on social media? Why don't you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss it the next time it comes out. From the Eastern Kentucky District Center for Church Revitalization, this has been Dr. Desmond Barrett reminding you to stay prayed up and keep pressing forward. God is on your side.